0: Radio.
1: Radio.
0: Stories at the intersection of music and life.
1: Welcome to another episode of Music Life Radio. I am your host, Dan Sauter. Music Life Radio is a free podcast available on iTunes and your interwebs at musicliferadio.com, and it features interviews and stories about and related to music. Today on the program we feature J.P. Collio, a Finnish-born singer-songwriter best known for his work in the traditional Irish folk band Slitar. In fact, the music in the background is a song from them called Bum Chuck." This episode, however, is dedicated to the story of his new band, JPKalio.com, a Dublin-based indie rock band that mixes classic and punk rock together. They like to throw in lots of other influences. In fact, the band is comprised not only of JP on vocals and guitar, but of two other fellows from Poland, Tomek Jastrzebski. I hope I'm saying that somewhat right, on bass, and Sebastian Bukowski on drums. In this episode, we listen to J.P. talk about his goal to play their first 100 concerts, record their first album, while writing a blog about it in the hopes of sharing their experiences with other musicians. So check it out when you get a chance. This episode, entitled 100 Concerts, featuring J.P. Callio. Take it away, J.P.
2: My mom telling this this story when I was born. It was uh, my dad was away, and uh, my mom being very young at the time as well, you know, and maybe the first child she's ever had. She was obviously scared, and and uh, she went to the maternity hospital in Helsinki, and uh, and eventually when I was born, uh, they just took me away straight away from my mom. Like my mom, they wouldn't even show me to my mom. Like. My mum just saw that I was blue and I wasn't crying, you know, like children normally do, and I uh, wasn't breathing. Uh, I think it was an hour later after my I was born, they they brought me back to my mum. So my mum always said that I'm a bit of a fighter, you know. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. If I'm a, I mean, obviously I uh, I can be stubborn I can be very very stubborn, and, and when you do when you're in a band and you hit a rock wall it's good to be a stubborn and try to get through it rather than a, rather than give up straight away but uh, I think it's everything like that it does it does have some sort of effect on you in life soft sound
0: under my feet cold salty air dark clone the distance tells me morning is here for a while I thought I wouldn't see another day Wandering in the dark Trying to find my way Back home Somewhere in the darkness I hear a train passing by Little by little The city comes alive Hot cup of coffee, in a paper cup, keep my hands warm, just enough. I breathe in and a colder fills my lungs, that's alright cause it makes me relax.
2: I've been playing in a uh, Irish kind of folk uh, group called Slither for the past, I don't know, a bit over 10 years. But at this stage, you know. and in uh, 2010, uh, we were just back from a tour. And uh, every time we come back from a tour like that, it's a bit of a, a bit of confusion, and you're a bit la- a bit lost for a few days, and you know you don't know what what to do with yourself. There's no concert tonight, and uh, I was sitting in my office, just kind of wondering, like, right. What do we do now? For quite a few years now, I've been talking about uh, I wanted to record some of my own songs, and I don't know. Somehow, it just felt like the time was right, and I had to had to do some, something with them. The first thing was I, I called a friend of mine, Kora, uh, um, who uh, we've met a few years before that in a in a bar. We got talking about music, and uh, it was kind of very clear from the beginning that we had a very similar musical backgrounds and uh, we got on great and got talking about that we should play some music on some stage but uh, yeah so then in in August in 2010 I called him and I said listen uh, grab your bass and come over let's go through some songs and see what happens and he came over and uh, we started to. Started rehearsing a couple of songs that I had written at that stage, and he really liked them and said, Yeah, we should do something with this. And so I was like, Right, just, well, let's let's see if we can find a drummer or something, you know. Cora had a, had met this one guy again, I think uh, about a year before or something like that, in a party uh, called Sebastian. Uh, and they very briefly just had a chat about things and Sebastian had mentioned that he played drums and if he, uh, if Gora knew anybody who was looking for a drummer he'd be interested in uh, doing something so we decided to uh, contact him and uh, Sebastian was interested and he came over and we had a bit of a jam in my house and uh, uh, acoustic guitar bass and uh, Sebastian had all sorts of percussion and um, we decided yeah this this could work That then what do we do? Next, and Sebastian said that, uh, well, I have a, I'm rehearsing with another band in a rehearsal room, so we could probably use it for a, just give it a go and see how things go. And so a week later, we locked ourselves into a rehearsal room in the nor- North Inner City, Dublin, and I uh, started, uh, <laughs> rocking it out. Uh, some time for electric guitars came out, and uh, the drum kit came out, and uh, it was a. It was one of those moments, like almost like magic. Like I know it sounds a cliche, but halfway through that rehearsal, we just knew that we had a band in our hands. It's, something gelled too well. It was almost too easy to get the songs going. And but yeah, but at that stage, um, that's actually how the name came about. At that stage, I had already had a kind of idea that okay, I'm gonna make a solo album, which. I never really liked the idea of a solo album, but uh, I didn't have any other output for my songs. So I had registered a website, which was called uh, com. After a little bit of thinking, it was like, right, well... I'm not going to waste a website. It's up already and running. So we decided to call the band then com. It was funny in the early days, because I had uh, like a lot of songs that I'd written on acoustic guitar, and some of them uh, some of them work really, really well with just... Transfer to electric guitar and drum and bass the basic kind of rock and roll setup um and then the other ones were like a little bit too folky just I suppose from the my past from playing with a uh, slitter and we tried to kind of do a little bit of acoustic versions of them and it just to me it didn't s- sound right so so I took the whole songs back home and uh, started messing around with them and sure enough, the week later they they were completely rewritten and and in that process there was like songs just started coming out more and more out of me and uh, I suppose it was the excitement of being in a new project as well, of being in a new band and well, being able to play music that I haven't, hadn't played in years, like, I mean I grew up to uh, listening to, I don't know, I grew up to listening to stuff like Rolling Stones, I was a big fan of them when I was younger, and then, then all the, the kind of hard rock scene came all along and uh, I went absolutely crazy over that. I went absolutely crazy over the distorted guitar sounds and a little bit more aggressive music. And uh, actually, I remember very, very vividly in a. Uh, I think I was 15 or 16. I was in a school at the time, and uh, there was a friend of mine, another guitar player, that I played in a band at the time back in Finland. And uh, he came into school and he uh, had this cassette, like homemade. He said, he said have a listen to that I think you might like that and uh, I was like right and uh, went home and s- put it on in my boom box that I had in my room at the time and uh, it was Ramones and it it really did something changed something inside of me as a kind of the way I saw music and everything because it was a it almost gave you freedom as a songwriter to kind of uh not to be trying to make something elaborate and complicated. You could just make a very very simple song, and and it was more like just trying to say what you wanted in the song rather than a, trying to uh, impress people with the song, you know. Uh, that it it did kind of change a lot of my songwriting, and I've been I've I've been writing songs since I was a well since since <laughs> since I since I learned enough guitar to actually. Trying to make something up myself, I've been writing songs, and uh, yeah, the rumors it really did have a, some sort of a changing effect on things. Even even with the JP Color that come in the beginning, it was kind of it was pretty rocking stuff, but it was still a very kind of the blues influence as well. But the the further on it's gone, uh, it just got closer to the back of that really like kind of basic, straightforward, old school punk rock, you know it's something something about the raw energy of having a simple song simple catchy song and you just go for it you know you just you move the air with your guitar amps and your drums and and you just sing your heart out and it's there's something magical about that like something that you just you have to be in the moment to feel it At the very beginning of the whole project, I thought that it might be a good idea to uh, try to document it somehow. Um, because very often you're in a band and you kind of end up in a band, and then you suddenly, it's like, two, three years down the line, and it's like, oh, how did we get here? Or how did we not get anywhere? Or whatever way it goes. And uh, I thought it might be a good idea to try to kind of document it a little bit. Uh, so I decided to write a blog. Now I'm not a, I'm not the greatest writer in the world, and. You know, English is not my first language for starters. Even though I've been living in Ireland now for you know, sixteen years, nearly. On top of that, I'm dyslexic, so yeah, a lot of things uh, going against the idea. But uh, I just decided that, well, if nothing else for myself, I'll be documenting this, the progress of the band, and uh, then it kind of uh, got off with that, and it got a little bit of. I realized that the whole actually, there's people reading this blog, you know. So I decided to uh, started in start writing it in a kind of sense of uh, that okay, this is what we're doing with our band. This is how we promote the band. This is how we uh, do our demo recordings. And uh, maybe there's some tips and hints here that other bands could use, you know. So uh, so it became a little bit of a mixture of a kind of diary, of what's going on with the band and. And at the same time, a bit of uh, advice for uh, other musicians as well, you know. Since then, the blog has been doing extremely well. Like we went from, uh, I think in the first, first few months, it was like, uh, 20 to 30 readers a week, you know. The blog comes out once a week, every Wednesday morning. And, um, now it's gone. I think we're getting, I don't know, uh, close enough to 2000 readers a month, you know. It's mind blowing considering where it started from. Uh, we tried to utilize uh, all, the, all the, the modern tools of music business as much as, p- as possible, like all the social media and uh, kind of combine the, uh, the the modern way of independent artists doing their business and uh, also somehow the, uh, the DIY ethos of punk rock, which is very similar in a way, but uh, at the same time uh, obviously very different as well. <laughs> I remember uh, actually it was about a month back or a couple of months back uh, when I started out, when we started promoting the our EP very first EP that we recorded in uh, we recorded it in January and mixed it in February and it was out in March we recorded it in our uh, rehearsal studios and in my little office which is literally uh, as small as it gets uh, you wouldn't uh, as they say you wouldn't swing a cat in there sorry for all the cat lovers I haven't tried it Anyway, just to let you know At the beginning of the project I, I invested in a little bit of uh, some very very simple recording equipment and I decided that okay let's uh, for my own demos first and then I decided let's try to do some recording on it and i mean i I've, I've worked in a been, been recording quite a lot uh since I was very young as well I was accessed in, back in Finland to a 8 track analog studio which i uh, spent a endless months of hours of trying to figure out how everything works and got my head around it finally and I, I did a couple of courses on the subject back in Finland as well and then um, with Slitter we kind of uh, I've been doing all the recording for the band with uh, with the Drummer between two of us we've uh, done pretty much everything recording was in the past few years and before that I worked with uh, some very very good sound engineers so uh, I was lucky to learn from their experience and uh, I've been recording you know, quite a lot of different bands, so I, I I had an idea of how the whole recording process works. So we decided that let's give it a go and let's put f- four tracks down and see how they come out, turn out. And they came out fine, and they were very good uh, kind of snippet in time to see what documentation of what we were at at that stage. And uh, the EP came out just before our uh, very first uh, concert, actually, and, and it's been great because we were... Uh, giving it away at this point in concerts just to uh, build up our mailing list uh, Yeah, in March uh, 2011 we started our uh, played our first concert it was in uh, a pub here in Dublin called The Pint it was a bit of a battle of bands thing called uh, Live on Inside in Dublin uh, and uh, we were given 20 minute slots we didn't really know what to expect but uh, we didn't really know if any of our friends would turn up or anything like that but uh, yeah we We had a really nice turnout of uh, supporters, and um, again, it was it was a little bit like the very first rehearsals. You know, it's like something just clicked, and something the the energy just gelled between the three of us, and uh, we were off. You know, the very first concert, very first bars, and as Sebastian told me later on that the hairs at the back of his neck went up. (laughs) We realised straight away, yeah, that's. That's what we want to do. You know, we want to play live. That's what the band is all about. We want to be in front of an audience and three of us on the stage and rocking it out. You know. So then we decided that okay, let's uh, let's incorporate this into the blog as well. You know, um, and let's challenge ourselves a little bit. You know. So we decided to do a 100 uh, concert challenge. The idea is just to do the 100 concerts and at the same time see what you can achieve in by doing 100 concerts where does it take your band like how can you build up your fan base in that time and how can you uh you know how how can you get the word out there How get the band's name known you know actually while i'm recording this it's a it's a monday monday morning and on this thursday we're playing a back in the point it was the, the very first concert was and uh, this is going to be our concert number 10 all I can say that as I said the, the interest of what to see what the 100 concerts can do and I can tell you even the 10 concerts have been a massive the impact is has that and how the, how the band uh, how people know the band and I mean we've been uh, yeah as I said it was in the beginning of uh, March was the first concert and now it's July everything has gone so fast that we're going kind to of we look around to each other and go like whoa how did we get here you know we have a set list of nearly 20 songs at the moment and uh, I played our first 10 concerts we recorded an EP and it's not even we haven't been even been doing this for a year yet so it's uh, yeah, it kind of stops you once in a while like whoa but at the same time it just proves that you can do it you know like anybody can do it it's not a we don't have any record companies behind us. We don't have any promoters behind us. We're doing everything it ourselves. We're pushing it ourselves. You know, and I think every sh- band should do that. Like, don't, don't, don't think it the way that you know someone's gonna come and discover you one of these days. It's that's not that's you just waste your time that way. You know, I mean, yes, do spend your time practicing the set. Work on the songs, make it sound as good as it can be. But at the same time, get out there, you know, play concerts, play in front of live people. I don't think any song is 100% ready until you've played it in front of a live audience. You get that feeling, you get that... You see yourself how it works, how people react to the song, you know, I think it's very important. (laughs)
0: what you get Fifteen years of bitter tears I could not live up to your dream Don't act so surprised I never had anything to hide I have no regrets except the one where I took you for a ride you can make your own way right out of here you can go away
2: Just because of the blog, I did uh, try a couple of uh, radio services. Uh, Actually, i tried one so far, Uh, (laughs) paid service. And uh, I can tell you straight away that... uh, what I got out of that uh, is very minimal compared to the stuff that I actually done myself by just searching, uh, you know, specific radio stations or internet radio stations of, a, of um, you know, whatever genre of music you're in. Like I would consider us going on kind of in the kind of the old school punk rock category, so I went to look for you know punk rock radio station, you know hard rock radio station even sometimes like you know old school rock stations and and uh, I've just been contacting them myself you know just emailing them and seeing if there's any interest and uh, you know nine out of ten times people are really delighted to hear from you they're like you know great great to hear that you know you're doing this and, and, and uh, we've got our music around a lot you know I think there's about thirty radio stations at the moment playing our music and it's phenomenal again like i mean we've only started uh, last year you know and and again let me emphasize this it's not something that you know there's no miracle happening here it's it's all done through hard work you know hours and hours and you know i think i've gone from sleeping (laughs) like six uh, six, six hours a night is a good night's sleep for me and you know I'm, i'm i'm online looking for a the next radio station or uh, the next concert all the time you know and tweaking the website and you know posting stuff Uh, I mean we did our own videos as well like I mean as soon as we got the EP I was like okay now we have to get some video stuff and uh, Kuro at the bass player he's uh, he was he's always had a big interest in photography and he had a very nice camera so we said look up does that camera do videos? video like, yeah yeah it does a very good HD video you know so, great we try to do a video and uh, Kura really got into it he uh, like, he really got his uh, creative mind going and we did the very first video which was the, for the song The Ride Out of Here and uh, it was done in a black and white style and uh, somehow Kura just uh, heard in the song the running away his vision of it and uh, he he went, went around the streets of Dublin filming just running running with the camera you know <laughs> I remember the day that he went to do it he, he went out he was uh, he left his camera back in uh, my house because I live in the middle of city centre and he said uh, I'll be back in a couple of hours and an uh, hour later he comes knocking on the door and he's just sweat dripping and I was like oh god that's hard work <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as fit as I used to be <laughs> and uh, yeah then we just uh, on top of that we just went to the rehearsal rooms and uh, played the song too and put the video camera rolling and then could have spent a day editing it and it turned out great we were really really delighted with it put it on a YouTube and and you know everybody knows the stories about uh, YouTube and how some people got famous overnight over it but uh, it, it still kind of blows me away that you know it's 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 closing now to 2000 views and I think in the first week it went to something like well over 500 views you know and as I said we were an unknown band at that stage you know like you know nobody had heard us and the video came actually out before the uh, our first concert you know suddenly when we had our first concert there was like a, about 20 people in the audience that I knew had seen the video and they've heard the song before, you know, and they reacted to the song when it came, when we started playing the riff in the beginning of it, it was, you know, you, they're the kind of tools of the, the modern music business that, you know, I, I think they're, they're just mind-blowing, you know. I remember when I was uh, younger and playing in the bands back, in, back home in Finland and it was, it was hard work to get a, your music to be heard, you know, it was, pretty much the, the the live concert was pretty much the only way for independent artists at the time to do it, you know, especially young bands, you know. We we had to do, uh, like, school concerts because we were too young to play in uh, bars at the time. You know? As a musician, you know, the ultimate goal, goal is, has to be, to a certain extent, to uh, get by. You know, you have to be able to uh, pay the bills. Now, the, the future plans are, uh, we definitely want to we definitely want to record an album. Um, we have more than enough songs for it. Like we have more songs than we actually gonna fit in the album. We're still trying to figure out what way to go about it. Like whether we uh, record it in our own modest uh, recording equipment or we uh try to somehow get the money together to go to a recording studio or uh or we're gonna try to get somebody to finance the album for us but uh uh, at at the moment I'm very hesitant of letting uh, letting away the control at this stage yet you know we're we're still a, still a young band and I think like signing a record contract at this stage as appealing as it would sound it would be kind of stepping over uh, some of the learning curve and some of the the, the course of that the band is supposed to take anyway and I think it would be for everybody involved it would be a good thing to uh if we could manage to do the album on our own and, uh, try to promote it on our own and see, uh, learn the process of promoting the album as well. And, you know, and, uh, I like the idea of sharing the experience on the blog as well, you know, and so, yeah, that's definitely, uh, that's definitely the, one of the priorities. The other one is to finish the 100 uh, concert challenge, you know, we want to play as much as possible and we want to get to play, uh, bigger and better places even though we do like a small sweaty clubs a lot you know but uh yeah just expand the the venues that we're playing like try to get to better venues and try to get out of our own city as much as possible and you know expand the the following and 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 definitely keep on working really really hard on the internet radio because they've been so great for us and I think uh, there's, there's going to be a few few of those stations that we'll be submitting uh, some sneak previews of the album as they come along as well, rather than just uh, rather than just uh, waiting for the album to come out come out because uh, as I said, they've been very very supportive to us and we, we want to keep that connection.
0: Forever Now years pass by At the blink of an eye I used to think I could achieve anything And now I'm running out of time Let me tell you Tonight I've waste my whole life To stay By your side I've done enough for crying.
2: Yeah, I I know I'm very lucky to be uh, playing music and I'm also very lucky to be playing with the musicians that I've got a chance to play over the years and uh, now when I started playing with Sebastian and uh Cora it's just been a uh, it's been amazing. You know, we're all based in Dublin and I mean as I said before I I've, I've been here for 15, 15 16 years at this stage and uh, and you know finnish man in dublin and i know it's a, kind of funny that i end up playing with the two polish guys yeah it's been, it's been absolutely fantastic like the, the the musical diversity for starters that like i mean kura is very much of a punk rocker but at the same time he's uh he's got a he's, he's got a very open mind to music and he's very interested in every kind of music you know and Sebastian comes up I mean it's hard to say where he comes from because he likes so much different kind of music but uh, um, I would say his roots are very much in kind of more like a heavy metal uh, than anything else and he's uh, he studied the drums extensively you know and he's uh, played so much in his young life and both Cora and Sebastian were like kind of As Cura said that he had to take the bass out of Under his bed He was clearing dust at that stage When I gave him the phone call You know Uh, um, Sebastian was playing in another band But it wasn't really going anywhere for him You know He wasn't His heart wasn't in the band So for both of them When we started this project It was like a It was like a breathing again After Being underwater for So long time It's very hard to explain Unless you're a musician yourself It's very very hard to explain that feeling Like number one that you you want to play music yeah, there's no there's no other way of looking at it but you want to play music but but still being in a band that you can see that there's there could possibly maybe just maybe possibly be some sort of future in it like that the material is is good enough that that people around you seem to be liking it like they when you play a, when you play a concert and after you finish, you you know, even if it's like a small concert in the Battle of Bands and you go to the bar and you hear a stranger in the bar humming one of your songs, you know, you go like, yeah, that's amazing, you know. From from the very beginning, at every rehearsal, you know, we rehearse a new song and then after rehearsal we pack our stuff and we're walking back, back home and, and, just talking away with the guys, and, and I hear them humming the new riff or the new song. What we've been just rehearsing, and I go like, oh, it's staying there. It's good. It's good enough if the if it stays with the guys. I mean, music is supposed to be something that you're supposed to be able to relate to. You know, it's not supposed to be a. Uh, uh, yeah, I think uh, music is uh, like individuality is very very important in music, but you shouldn't be doing something just for the sake of being different. It's okay if you do something different because that's who you are. But trying to be different for the sake of being different, uh, it's not natural, it's not honest. And I think that's the honesty is very, very important in the music. And uh, I think that's that's what our music is very much about, that we're just trying to be honest to who we are, what we are, what we like, you know. And I mean, one of the other hard things for... Uh, well, it's not even a hard thing, but a little bit different thing for us is that because none of us are from Dublin, none of us are from Ireland. We don't, we didn't go to school here. We don't have that network of uh, friends from since the school days around us. So, which is very important in the beginning of a band when you do a couple of first concerts, you know, get that, get those people to support you. Sometimes you see bands and they're on the stage and they just. Yeah, you know, their faces down to the ground and they're standing still, and it's just like you don't look like you want to be there, you know. And I've seen this so many times, so I was like, okay, yeah, doesn't know what I want to do, doesn't know what I don't do at all, you know. And then you see like bands that get on the stage and they just go absolutely mental, like for something like like the. Dillinger's escape plan, or uh, or bad religion, you know, or uh, I, I saw there was a there's a band visiting uh, on a tour in Dublin. They're a band from uh, Las Vegas called The Objects, and uh, I saw them do a show again. it's in the point, and uh, they just got up and from it was it was like a race from the first. Speed, like since they counted the one, two, three, four came in. After that, it was just the battle was on. Like they was just they were hammering it out until they knew they won the audience over. And it was that same mentality that we're we're just you know that's what we want to do. We get up there and you just give it all you got. You will. Fight until the very last second of that concert to make sure that you have won over every single person in that room, and you don't always win the battle. don't get me wrong, you do fail and but by God, you try you try your hardest, and that's very very important and this just something happens when we get on the stage that you just you know. You forget everything else, and it's just okay. it's Showtime! Now we go. Yeah, but uh, check us out. You know, you can get the uh, the free EP. It's available on our for download on our website um, That's jpkallio.com. That's j p k a l l i o dot com. And all you have to do is sign up for our mailing list, and uh, you get a link to download the EP. And there's a choice, you can either get it as MP3 or your full CD quality WAVs, you know. Um, also, we have physical copies of the CD that are available at our gigs. Again, for just sign up for our mailing list at a gig and you get yourself a copy of it. Very much a DIY product, like it's a, you know, we use recycled paper. Uh, for the packaging and, uh, we glue them together ourselves and print them ourselves and burn them ourselves. And also check out the blog, you know, um, it's, uh, JP call Leo struggling guitarist, uh, dot blogspot blog.com. Uh, or you can find it through our website and, uh, you can find us on, uh, on the website. There's a link to our Facebook and Twitter and, and YouTube, uh, uh, www.youtube.com slash jbcaldio um, we have uh, loads of video material at this stage of so quite a lot of a live video and uh this is a couple of our videos and uh, we're uh, really hoping to concentrate a lot more on the on the youtube and make uh, as many videos as possible because uh, the feedback for the videos has been great and people seem to really like them so Check it out and join us wherever you can and sign up for the mailing list and hopefully we see you at one of the live shows.
1: Thanks again to J.P. Calio and his band J.P. That's where you can find him That's spelled J.P.K.A.L.L.I.O. Dot com
0: so Under my feet Gold salty air Dark Lone The distance tells me Morning is here For a while I thought I wouldn't see another day wandering in the dark Trying to find my way Back home
1: For Music Live Radio, I'm your host, Dan Sauter. Thanks for checking us out, and we'll catch you next time.